welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 72, How a Pretend Person Got Me Back Into Writing, an encouraging words episode coming to you on Sunday, June 3rd, 2018. If you've been listening all the way through to the episodes in order, the last episode on Thursday of last week was an interview with author Kristen Billerbeck, and we talked about her book, The Theory of Happily Ever After, her new chiclet novel that just came out May 1st. I was so changed reading this book. Now, the reason why I'm telling you this is because I want you to think about books that have really changed you, and then put yourself in your reader's shoes and ask yourself, you know, maybe my books are changing other people. And I want you to feel the encouragement of knowing that what you're writing matters. It helps people in some way, whether it's helping them escape or think through things. So I before I interview authors, I try to read whatever was their latest book, um, particularly if it's, you know, the topic of the interview. And so I had just finished, or I, would, I had almost finished reading her book uh, by the time we did the interview. I still had a couple of chapters left. So I spent all day last Monday reading The Theory of Happily Ever After. And this main character, Maggie, just at first, I was just enjoying, you know, the great fun of a chiclet read. I love chiclet. Um, I love uh, anything that makes me laugh. And I love having lots of secondary characters that I'm interested in them almost as much as I'm interested in the main character who, you know, it's chiclet. So it's a woman. So I, I want to be friends with the person. You know, I want to do things with them. I want to be with them. So I'm going with Maggie through her journey and I'm thinking, yeah, I, I understand that, and I understand that, and I understand that. And about two-thirds of the way through it, I just suddenly started crying. I mean, weeping crying, not just like the two or three little tears. I mean, I was crying, had to take my glasses off and put the book down because it just suddenly hit me like how much the things that I'm reading about this pretend person were really striking me as situations and challenges that I've been trying to deal with in my own life. Like, how do I really feel about who I am? Why am I on the earth? Am I meant to keep on doing what I'm doing or is it time for a change? Am I good enough at it? Um, you know, a, a lot of writers have moments of feeling, am I a fraud? You know, if people really knew me, would they buy my books? That's what this author in the, uh, in the novel is going through. Uh, she's actually a scientist, but she's written a New York Times bestselling book about the science of happiness research that she's been doing. Um, but there's a whole lot of things going on that she is just feeling lost, like she doesn't know what she should be doing anymore. And I just started crying. Now, I wish I could tell you that this only happened once, but honestly, I I always like kind of balk at being totally honest. Some people may think that I'm an oversharer, but here's the thing. There are times when I really believe that if we just shared a little bit more, we would all actually have fewer problems or that they would last less time or be less intense because 
will have realized because people are sharing the, we are not the first person this happened to we are not alone we're not the only one you know how many times have you heard somebody say something you know tell their story about something a little story a big story and you're thinking oh thank goodness i'm not the only one i i say that all the time which is what has led me to try as much as i can to share everything that I think could possibly be helpful with for you on this podcast. So I will say that while I was reading The Theory of Happily Ever After by Kristen Billerbeck, there were several times when I just started bawling and took off my glasses and put down my book and just wiping my eyes and trying to figure out, oh my gosh, I, I feel this way. I feel similar to this way. Or it's making me think about, you know, something that I'm feeling with, I'm stressed about, I'm trying to figure out how to deal with, I don't know the answers to. And, you know, the the crying, you know, doesn't last too long. But thankfully, you know, it kind of morphs into just thinking and talking to God and thinking some more and trying to figure out, do I even know what the answer is? And I think maybe part of the reason why there is more than one session of the crying is because mostly I didn't know what the answers were. I didn't know how I was going to figure it out, but I kind of felt like, thank goodness, I at least am beginning to understand what some of the issues and problems are. Because, you know, you can't fix a problem that you don't know is a problem, right? So reading this book and it really hitting me how much this imaginary person had in common with me, I think that that is a big reason that I finally got back to writing and I am thrilled to pieces about it because I was really beginning to think that, you know, I, I don't seem to miss writing. So apparently I'm not really a writer and I shouldn't be one because I don't even really miss it that much. And now I'm, I'm slowly beginning to understand there's a whole lot more to it than that. Um, there's a lot of stress involved. There's a lot of pressure, unmet expectations. You know, I talked about that in, um, was, was it last week or the week before is Encouraging Words episode. Expectations not meeting reality leads to frustration. Um, there's a lot of things that have been going through my head that have made me think that maybe I'm just wrong or maybe my writing career has run its course. And now I should just be done with it and do something else, like be a cashier at a grocery store. Yes, yes, I have had <laughs> more than my share of pity, self-pitying moments. But just seeing how this character, this imaginary person, got through her struggles and challenges really, really moved me. And it helped me, and it like literally moved me not only out of self-pity, out of um, all doubts and no confidence, um, out of, um, you know, sitting on the couch doing something else and onto my office chair to write, but it, it moved my heart. It moved my heart and my mind and, you know, my body as far as the typing goes. And I want you to really think about that for a minute. First of all, when was the last time you read a book that did that for you? Uh, possibly it was at a time when you were feeling, you know, stressed and challenged about something. Um, I, I have a feeling it doesn't really happen all the time. Not if we're in a super duper good place. Like, how would it move us? But think about your readers. Think about how many people have already read something that you've written or will read something you've written that 
makes them really stop and go, okay, you know what? I actually think that maybe I know something that I should do now, or maybe I've known what I should do now and I just couldn't feel it, but now I feel it. I feel like it. And, um, and I feel inspired and motivated and ready for action and, and I feel better. I mean, think about the number of people out there who possibly could just feel better reading something that you wrote. So that's my encouraging words for today. I hope that it really is something that you can hang on to, that it inspires you. When you feel like, yeah, I I just, I can't feel that right now either. Just turn it back around and think about as a reader, What really inspires you, motivates you, makes you happy, makes you laugh? The books that, what book has scared you the most if you love scary books? What book has scared you the most? And and are you thinking, if only I could write a book that scary, that would totally make my career and it would just make me happy, you know, or a book that was that romantic is that book that I read that it was so great or, you know, whatever it is. Think about how you feel and how you have felt in the past as a reader of a great book, one that has moved you and made you think about it and talk about it after you finished reading it. And then ask yourself if you're willing to not give that experience to other readers with your work. Those are my encouraging words this week. I hope it helps. I hope you have an awesome week. Uh, I'm excited because I'm expecting to have an awesome writing week. So yay. Uh, I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, hopefully this wasn't just a, uh, a, a momentary, what am I trying to say? A momentary bit of encouragement. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I really turned a corner. And if you need you know, that kind of encouragement, I hope that it really helps you to literally turn a corner too. But you know what? One step at a time. Even one step ahead is better than what we could have, right? Okay, go do it and we will talk to you later. Have a great week. 